I moved around a lot. I lived in a yeah. lot of different places. And I will say I've been the happiest that I think I've ever been really? living in Korea. That yeah. is the beauty of Seoul. I can say that much. Here, you really can like do anything you want to. Anything. Like there's always an opportunity in whatever direction you decide to go. But there's more foreign owned businesses as well that are coming and bringing their authentic food. So it's amazing, like Ethiopian food, Moroccan food. There's Nigerian <laughs> food. I have tried a wider variety of food in Seoul than I did in the States. Yes. Mm. But, but when I first like walked into my apartment, I just like, wanted to cry because it was like yeah. the size of a closet and i was like yeah. what am i supposed to do right. personally as a african-american male feel safety within the police force here i go exercising like 4 a.m if i can't sleep <laughs> bringing korea one slice closer to the world this is kpc the korean pizza club podcast welcome to the show we have some special guests as usual we have a regular guest here actually <laughs> yeah. uh revisiting guest. yeah uh should we go with you first one me yeah okay. So hey everybody, my name is Vaughn. If you haven't got to see me before, I'm an American model living here in Seoul and I'm glad to be here. Okay, yeah, go watch the other episode Vaughn was in. You'll get to know more about him. Yeah, okay, and? Hi everyone, I'm Renee Simone. I'm also an American model actor dancer here in Seoul, South Korea. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Renee. And your voice is so cute. Yeah, it's so cute. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so cute. Okay. And we have Shannon. Yeah. Hi, guys. I am Shannon Harper. I'm also an American model, singer, actress here in Seoul. And it's nice to be here. Thanks. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for coming. And coincidentally, I didn't know this at all, but you guys are all from the States. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so, um, I mean, we have some very talented, attractive people here. They're all like models, you know, acting and music, all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a fun ride. Introducing today's topic, it is how happy are you living in Korea or Seoul as a foreigner? Yay. <laughs> Such a happy topic, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I want to ask you guys, how happily are you two married? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's it been are, like, guys? So we're happily married. We're <laughs> married for a, a good bit now. Yeah. You can see our pictures online. Exactly, yeah, yes. you're the pictures. Yeah. Amazing <laughs> pictures, yeah. Renee, your wedding dress was gorgeous. Yeah. Thank you. Paid a lot of money for that. <laughs> but yeah, you want to reveal it? <laughs> or, or, what? Should, should we go on with it? Or? Um, guys, we did a photo shoot together. And after that photo shoot, everyone and their mom thinks that we're like actually yeah. married We're a for couple, like 10 years yeah <laughs> like people have reached out to us like separately like asking about the other yeah. person yeah i got so many dms like from random people plus like friends i haven't talked to in like years they're like yeah so uh, your boyfriend's great yeah like, <laughs> like um thank you exactly. i put our pictures like even on facebook because of course my family wants to see what yeah, i'm up yeah, to yeah. And they're like oh your girlfriend's so beautiful like blah, blah, blah. i'm like that, that's crazy <laughs> though like vaughn you were talking about like a client that called through you to reach it, her yeah yes. it was an agent actually that was like trying to reach her and they were like it was like eight in the morning and they were like trying to get to renee where's your wife <laughs> basically yeah like, where is she so i was like hey renee i don't know what this is about but um <laughs> so it crazy. worked though like you were able to reach her right? i was able to reach so, her okay. yeah oh but like <laughs> it's a little bit rude right? it is yeah. really rude because yeah. i was going to message in the morning anyways you know but i saw his message and i was like oh no i gotta nip this in the butt that's so unprofessional <laughs> okay so yeah that's crazy we put it out there now they're not married we're not, we're not sorry guys we're Don't not married. you can ship us <laughs> yeah, right, yeah okay. you, you guys can ship them <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, I feel like people always think Vaughn is dating one of us yeah, because really? also because Vaughn and I work together a lot. We do like a lot of um, mm -hmm. event yeah. planning and stuff uh, together and we're always next to each other anyway because we're like best friends. So people also think that we're dating sometimes. We're always really close. We're dressed nice, like yeah. <laughs> really close on each other. So oh that was, yeah. that's your girlfriend, right? Um, guys no. <laughs> read the room <laughs> okay it seems like you guys are living your happy life here. <laughs> yeah um so let's go into the topic today so i got a interesting article the topic didn't come out of thin air so there's this korea herald article recently that provides some statistics by seoul city um and it says that foreign residents of seoul were happier than their korean neighbors a poll conducted by seoul city recently and the happiness index i don't know what that is but like apparently there's some measure of happiness there and the happiness index of foreign residents in seoul was higher than that of the city's korean residents according to the survey of 20,000 families and uh, over half of the foreign respondents 56.3 percent said they wish to continue 
to live in Seoul, and 57.1% said that they would recommend living in Seoul to other foreigners. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, what do you think about this article in general? Do you agree? Well, I, I do want to note that like the article does specifically touch on Seoul. So uh-huh. like I have like foreigner friends in Busan who would probably have like a different experience. Right. But overall, I would say like my experience here has become a lot hey, more positive. What, what's the shade about Busan? I'm a Busan no, guy. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm offended. Like, what do you mean by it might be <laughs> different in Busan? Anya, <laughs> no tea, no shade. I just, meant, I just meant like if the study was just Seoul, like there's so much more to Korea than just right. Seoul. Right, but yeah. yeah um, but yeah, I would say overall now, like my happiness is a lot better than mm-hmm. it was i think like getting started here because I, I came here during covid so Whoa. my experience at first was wildly different than a lot okay. of my friends probably way different than renee who's kind of been here through both yeah both yeah, parts yeah. of it before and um, after yeah but i would say recently it's been a lot better like the energy in general has just been really positive and, yeah i mean compared yeah. to covid it was depressing <laughs> times back then yeah you yeah. couldn't even go out and stuff all the masks yeah lockdown was real guys it right. was <laughs> <laughs> It was intense for oh, sure. Oh, so you've been here for like max three years then? It'll be two and a half years okay. next month. Yeah. Oh, two and a half years. Yeah. I didn't ask you guys how long have you been here? So I've also been here pre-COVID. So I came at the end of 2018. Okay. So, and I also, you know, I lived in Busan for mm-hmm. a year so, mm-hmm. and then moved up to Seoul. So I've yeah. got to experience both of them. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like about four years, complete years. Four years. Yeah. So Renee's like the most humble here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Korea pro here. Okay. So yeah, Shannon uh, pretty much agrees, but it might be different between Seoul and other cities, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, what about you, Vaughn? Um, so I would say that I uh, I agree with the article. Like me growing up, I moved around a lot. I lived in a yeah. lot of different places. Yeah. And I will say I've been the happiest that I think I've ever been really? living in Korea. Wow. Um, and like I said, I lived in Busan and then I moved up to Seoul mm-hmm. right before COVID happened. So I've been here ever since. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just like, I don't know, I got to really grow into myself here in a way that I didn't when I was back in the States. And then also like, it's about the people that you surround yourself with. And I was fortunate enough to find like a good group of like-minded people and people striving towards the same things I was interested in. And I think even to meet other foreigners that live in Korea, like you have to be a a certain kind of person to move to another country. Like I know people in my hometown that have never left Mm -hmm. or like have never left the States or even left our state. Right. So like you meet people that are on the same mindset as you when you live abroad. Mm -hmm. I do feel like that plays a big role in like our experience here, like in Korea as foreigners, like people that were brave enough to go out and do their own thing. Like I feel like I was able to find myself. I feel like I was able to kind of learn a lot about me, what I'm capable of. And mm. then, like you said, like Vaughn was the first person that I uh-huh. met here. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Wait, like, should yeah, we tell yeah. that should story? We, can we tell that story? Yeah, okay, go okay, for okay. it. So, oh, man. So the way that we met, everybody always asks <laughs> Everybody Tritone. always asks us how we know <laughs> So he was literally the first person. First here. person, because yeah. Wow. Because like I said, I came during COVID. And so the restrictions at the time were like, when you came here, you had to do the mandatory two weeks of quarantine uh-huh. before right. you could go out and do anything. Um, and I originally, like, one of the reasons I came here was I had a sorority sister named Adrian, and she um, wanted to introduce me to friends in Seoul. So she asked me to come to dinner mm-hmm. when I first got out of quarantine. She was like, hey, I'm in Seoul. Would it be OK if I brought a friend? And I was like, oh, my gosh, please. Like, I would love to meet somebody else. And so I get to dinner and. Um, no, how did how did how did we meet first? <laughs> uh, uh-oh. So <laughs> what? Where, where is this going? What, what's, about the, what's the laughing? Yeah. Um, so a couple months prior to like when I first got here, uh, um, I was on Facebook searching because I originally came here as a teacher for a little bit. You were and, on. You were, Wait, you were on Facebook? Oh, just how old are you? This is the library, guys. Yeah. We're reading each other now. Um, <laughs> okay, Facebook. Yeah, but I was on Facebook because I had gotten a teaching job, and then like a week before I was supposed to fly out, mm. they canceled on me. They were like, Hey, sorry. There's no more job. Like our school got wiped out because of COVID. We don't have a position for you. But I already had an apartment. I already had a flight. So I was in full panic mode because like I had already quit my job. Like I had arranged (laughs) everything to move to Korea. And so I was in a panic on Facebook. Like, hey, does anyone have a teaching job? Like I will come wherever. Uh So one of the people that messaged me was this guy named Vaughn. Wait, you were on Facebook too. (laughs) I'm not revealing my age. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, And so he messaged me and he sent me this like, like message about like, hey, you look like a great fit. I think uh-huh. you'd be great. I sent a couple messages back and forth. Mm. And then he kept talking to me and then I didn't respond. My school was so happy to have her. And like they like 
I guess everything was set up and she was supposed to come work at our school. And then they're like, what happened to your friend? Like, she's not responding. So uh-huh. she's not responding to them. What? Then she's not responding to me. And what? I'm like, okay, so it's like you technically ghosted. She ghosted me. Straight up ghosted me. Yeah. Shannon exposed. Listen, okay, okay. In my defense, like I was taking like the first best option that came. So when I got one, I focused on that. Uh, okay. And I didn't actually talk to the school directly. So I didn't I didn't ghost the school. I just was ghosted on. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh no, that makes no. it better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, thanks. I didn't but know. Again, wow. Like, hey, listen, like, guys, I'm blushing. Okay, so I, I, I was like, you know what? I'm moving to Seoul. I'm never gonna see this person. There's millions of people. Whoa. Whatever. The first dinner that I go to, Adrian, <laughs> she brought him, and like, <laughs> that's crazy. So when I walked in, it was like this takabi place. I walked in, and like, I was like, oh hi, and he goes, you ghosted me on Facebook. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the first word I said. <laughs> She came in all sweet. She's like, hi. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh my God. I, like, I know who you are. <laughs> and yeah, I was exposed immediately, but we've been best friends ever, ever since. since. Yeah. So it's okay. Fine. Yeah. okay. We had a good day. Yeah. Happily ever after. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyways, so go out and meeting friends is like one of the best ways to like really <laughs> broaden your experience and have a good time here as a foreigner for sure. Okay. Yeah, but just... don't ghost them. <laughs> <laughs> you never know who you're going to run into. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. As long as you guys are happy after that, that's, yeah. that's fine. Okay. What about you, Renee? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um, I would say there are lots of good things about Korea, but again, Seoul is just a city. Mm-hmm. And there are so many other places like countryside, we would like to say, that some foreigners would feel more comfortable with. So mm-hmm. I wish the study would have broadened its horizon and, and interviewed more people, but I will say that uh the majority or concentration of foreigners do live in Seoul. Mm-hmm. It is like the the job hub. Um yep. and in terms of everything that you guys said, I 100% agree. When you have that community, mm. despite what you might go through, like everyday things that we go through in the States, mm. right, with banking, et cetera, it makes it a lot easier. Okay. You know? I mean, I think I recognize like the common thing you you guys mentioned right now is pretty much community. Yeah. Well, yeah. For sure. Oh, you have right. to have community mm. here. So like before we get into like the layers of what makes you happy living in here, like community, I- I'll throw you a philosophical question. Philosophical. What is happiness? <laughs> Mm. What, what what makes you happy? Like, how would you define happiness? For me, the best way I can describe it is when I feel like I can breathe. Yeah, like, oh. that's what I was thinking you. too. Like a sense of freedom, a freedom oh, to like oh. to come and go as you please, make your own decisions, to do what is like something that you like or something uh. that brings you fulfillment, something that oh. brings you contentment. That's what I think happiness is. It's right. like more or less to do with freedom, which mm-hmm. is something I didn't feel, feel like I really had back in the states. states right. mm-hmm. Not in the same way, at least like. But like here, Wait, I like thought. I'm sorry, freedom. but I thought the states were the land yeah. of freedom. Home of the brain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, there's there's definitely like freedom that comes with living in America too. Mm. But I just mean like in the sense of personal freedom, oh, okay. I was able to find that mm. way more easily here in Seoul. But I was given the opportunity to do so because I came here by myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. So. so you guys think happiness is related to freedom in some sense? I would yeah, say yeah. Yeah. Freedom and safety. Yeah. Safety. Definitely. Yeah, safety. Okay. Yeah. Like basic yeah. needs and all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, my my definition is a little bit easier. It's like uh the opposite of being unhappy. So <laughs> okay. like yeah, as long like... as you get all the unhappy things out of your way, then mm-hmm. that means you're in a happy state. So oh. I, I always think like that. So yeah. Like basic needs being meant exactly. Met, I guess. Exactly. Nice it's a premise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say also like wow. feeling that spark too inside that like yeah. that drives your ambition. Like mm-hmm. that's ambition. when I'm the happiest yeah. too. The highest part of the mass yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> okay. I guess right. when it's like like the spark is like more about like your passion and your ambition rather than right. just like the fight to survive from mm-hmm. those yeah. things that you need, like yeah. you were saying. Yeah. Right, right. So okay. So since you guys mentioned community first, please share us your experience in Korea on how the community here makes you guys happy and stuff. I'll make I'll make it light because I've I've been through a few things that people would deem not as happy, mm-hmm. but I would say because of the friendships that I I have in Korea, I was able to go through them, like dealing with Oof. crazy mm-hmm. companies oh. or you know illegal doings. Because um, you are a foreigner in the country, yeah. don't forget. Mm-hmm. So you have to know what your rights are and what resources are available to you. Mm-hmm. And it definitely helped that there were. Uh, loving amazing Korean people and foreigners you know foreign friends and Korean friends who are able to step in and say hey something's not right I'm here for you which is amazing right because you know in the states you kind of have your family Mm -hmm. to do that for you they're the ones that are fighting for you but you're a foreigner in this country strangers who are coming to your aid so 
that's what yeah, that's prolonged yeah. my time here meeting amazing people okay so where do you meet these amazing people and how do you like get into the community yeah. so you go on facebook yeah no no, <laughs> Wait, no i don't think that's a good... <laughs> no, no. that's actually how i met my first group of friends no way. in Busan. Yeah. for well, real there is yeah. like there's facebook groups called like soul expats or like foreigner mm. expats groups okay and they are like they're both informational but also there is sometimes when people will post like opportunities for a meetup or someone that just joined the group that is just moving to korea they'll be like hey i'm new here i just want to make friends doesn't um, even want to hang out and like it really does work sometimes and okay obviously take precaution when you do stuff like that because right. everyone is a stranger at yeah. the end of the day but it is a good way if like you kind of are hitting a point where you're like very lonely and you don't want to mm. kind of struggle with that it's yeah, at yeah. least an option okay yeah. and, and for those who are interested in learning korean as well mm. of course with caution but there's colcom which is pretty big mm -hmm. they have so many branches both in seoul and outside of seoul and it's like a language exchange where people meet at a specific time each week oh. um, and one hour or two hours will be english the other hour will be korean so you can network that way as well yeah, I, I really think if you don't have like that company or friends or right. emotional support, you would be pretty much unhappy oh, yeah. if you're in an overseas it, yeah. country all you by can, yourself. You yeah. can get to a very like dark place yeah, if, if without yeah. that sense of support. I can support. imagine, right. Yeah. I've uh, been through exchange uh, mm -hmm. student period yeah. myself. Yeah. And for the first half of it, you know, I was lonely. I, I didn't know anybody. But uh, ever since I started to get to know the locals and the students there, mm -hmm. Singapore is now my favorite place yeah, because of the people I met there and nice. stuff. So yeah, I, def I do definitely agree that community, people brings you happiness. Yeah. And Vaughn, anything oh. more to add on? That? I mean, or going based off of what Renee said, I mean, it's all about having that support system like mm -hmm. we've been talking about. And I think that if I never had that, I wouldn't have had the kind of experience that I've had in Korea. Because mm -hmm. uh -huh. like, even when I moved to Busan, I lived in Myeongji Ocean City, which is far away from every, you know it? <laughs> I don't that? know. Where exactly. <laughs> it's, it's so countryside, but it's, wow. I mean, it's a new city. Yeah. But there were me and two other foreigners, but like we didn't get to see each other often. And if I wanted to do anything, I had to travel over an hour to get into mm. like Busan. But um, like I said, I ended up being on one of the Facebook groups Somebody was looking to buy a phone. I was looking to sell my phone. Ended up ended up not working out. Oh, but they um, were like, I was like, yeah, I'm new here though. And they were like, oh, I'm having a birthday party. Come. And then I oh. met like a ton of people. And then it just yeah, became... I would say especially within the foreigner community, everybody is very like they're very willing to extend that hospitality. Like yeah. everyone yeah. just wants everyone to like vibe and chill and yeah. mesh. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's something that you and you and I know very well, especially you. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> just because? Well, no, no. I just mean like like connecting people networking oh, yeah. people mm. like that's a very very strong point that you have for mm. sure and uh going off of me what you well. said about like like the support renee i would definitely like i would 100 percent agree with that like without those people my experience here would have been very very different mm -hmm. yeah one one thing i noticed is that is that uh you guys party hard right uh, <laughs> what do you mean i saw your stories what? i saw your stuff i mean i'm sorry i couldn't go to your party and stuff so but... look at that ghosted i'm seeing a common theme at this table no, okay. Okay. for not ghosting me <laughs> <laughs> but getting back to that yeah you guys like to network party and stuff mm. like my, uh people like me introverts are like oh, oh me too yeah, i can't but I, i'm just kidding just kidding You're but so like i've noticed that um i mean it's a common i don't know if this is stereotype or not but it's a common trait of foreigners here to mm. like party hard network hard you mm -hmm. know make a community among themselves and stuff of course there are koreans included as well mm, but like if you just look at the uh, typical korean person the average person they don't actually have those like big communities and party together and stuff so i'm wondering if that's like uh i don't know a personality or a cultural trait or is it because you guys are in Korea that you guys like gather more frequently? And it's definitely both. It's both. It's both? Yeah, for oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. It's like, a mix of both. Shannon and I like we have these events where mm -hmm. we do throw networking events to bridge the gap between mm -hmm. Koreans and foreigners and just get people to get to know each other yeah. and build these connections. And we'll have mm -hmm. like little games and stuff to play and drink, of course. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he thinks we party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's about bringing people together. But yeah. I think it's just us being foreign and being American spe specifically. Yeah, yeah. Like to... and also just because like we were we were kind of touching on it a little bit earlier but like that safety net of having at least some people that you can reach out to for help with like taxes which i did mm -hmm. recently and like just other issues that you're having maybe with your visa with housing whatever mm -hmm. it helps to have people 
like obviously that speak the same language but people that know where you're coming from have mm -hmm. already dealt with that mm -hmm. foreigners that have been here for a longer amount of time mm -hmm. so like that's something that like i'll meet a friend and bond will be like uh oh yeah yeah they help me with my taxes and i'm like okay great like now i know <laughs> where to go so, yeah you just yeah you know what i'm saying together. yeah you just right, help right. each other link up so i think like we're all craving that sense of like a safety net if right. that makes sense mm -hmm. so it's that coupled with the fact that like yeah we not every weekend though no, 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 no of course no. of course not no, it's no, good. Time it place, good. So. yeah I'm, I'm always like uh astonished at the uh, like the what do you call it the the, the scale of the party you throw you know how do you pull that off that's that's crazy you it's yeah it's rent a whole entire bar that's full of people <laughs> you know it's, but uh okay so about people and community though like there's another layer into people as well and i think that's love life mm -hmm. yeah relationships i mean you, you don't have to reveal anything that seems too private for you okay <laughs> but yeah like a lot of people feel happiness in their love life as well mm -hmm. for sure right so how has that been so far in korea <laughs> i love my friends <laughs> <laughs> okay okay end of story <laughs> i've had a good time dating here i've enjoyed it yeah. mm -hmm. you're very lucky my yeah. friend yeah <laughs> oh Ooh. shannon has a different experience maybe <laughs> i feel like i've been like emotionally catfished a lot oh, emotionally mm. catfished. emotionally catfished a lot yeah oh. I've heard Oof. that a lot. All yeah. right, moving on. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so we can sum it up that oh, we're we're happy with it's, our friends, and it is you know, different for every person. I'll that's just, true. Yeah, that's okay. Because I have some friends who are like you know going on extravagant dates, this and a third, you know, wine and dined, you know, and then the majority of us are like listening to these stories of being ghosted or ah. you know, of you know them going to a location and then meeting someone who looks completely different than the oh picture. yeah that's yeah yeah. I, 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 yeah the catfishing is real the catfishing is real emotional yeah. and otherwise oh okay. <laughs> uh, yeah so it's like very rare i mean i have a, a lot of good friends who have actually found their love of their life yeah. here mm -hmm. and got into marriage and stuff but and with their kids so beautiful yeah <laughs> i mean you guys are married too, so. yeah, right. no kids yet, yeah but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah like uh as renee said i've heard uh more stories of like oh i got catfished i got like emotionally catfished mm. gaslighted you know ghosted you know that kind of stuff so i guess it's a little bit hard to find like sincere love here like a little bit more harder or uh, uh, yes and no. it's, it really depends honestly yeah. it's, it's that that bit person of, you meet yeah yeah because everyone's different i know people like to give a stereotype about koreans and dating mm. but it really depends i oh, I'll give a good story. Okay. okay. <laughs> Yay. Um, so when I moved to Korea, I started dating shortly after. And that relationship was kind of short, but it was a good six months. And he was super sweet. The sweetest thing ever. But very different from what I was used to in the States, where immediately after like a week or two, it was already boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm. Yeah. Like oh, the, yeah. the messages, right. the what are you doing? What are you eating? Send me pictures. I was like, whoa, kind of different. Just different dating style. Mm -hmm. And then after that, because uh, I wasn't living in Seoul at the time, once I moved to Seoul, I started dating someone else and we dated for almost two years. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, so, you've had like longer relationships. Mm. Than I, I'm kind of a long relationship type of girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for, for me, that was a really good experience because I didn't expect that. And we went through a lot together. And uh, surprisingly enough, his parents were, you know, born in Korea, raised in Korea, Korean Korean, but super welcoming. Mm. Like they were like, oh, yeah, come to our house. Like they even gave me a key to their home. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And in Korea, it's not the same in America unless you, you have this type of like keypad. But there's <laughs> electronic, you know, so you need a keypad or a little like electric key to get into the building, to access the building and to access the apartment. Yeah. So that's like a level of trust yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big, big level. Nice level. Um, and when I was having my in-between moving homes, I stayed with them for like a week and a half, two weeks. Whoa. No questions wow. asked. They were like, you know what? You know, they told him like, bring her here, you know, keep her here. Oh, wow. It's too dangerous to have her live anywhere else. And I was so grateful. They did my laundry. They fed me food. Like, oh my goodness. they were like, really you're one of you. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't worry about it. We even slept in the same room. You know, mm. we were saying like, oh, we'll sleep in different rooms. It's okay. And she was like, his mom was like, no, no, no. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super nice. That's crazy. Like super even open. even for like just Korean couples, that in 
in the first place, they would never invite you to their parents' house or like mm. the the common house or whatever. And sleeping in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> we would, would leave the door open though. Yeah. And then I would wake up to his mom like in the mornings before she went to work. She would like look, smile, and then close the <laughs> oh, door. Oh, <laughs> she loved you. She yeah. loved you. Oh, that's so cute. I love her too. I miss her. But we're not dating anymore. So mm. um. <laughs> was, did you find that the language barrier was an issue at all? Or are, are you fluent no. enough in Korean that? It was like okay. it like for me like uh the basic stuff was really okay but of course when she started using big words i was like mm, can you like you know tell me what that means again yeah, <laughs> the big words the big words the big <laughs> words but the communication was pretty good and if i didn't understand something you know she would try to explain it or we'd use popgo or he would come and he would explain mm. Mm. yeah so the, the barrier wasn't that big but knowing korean does help yes mm-hmm. okay so yeah that that sounds like a, an amazing happy experience right yeah. um i just want to ask you guys in general though like um between like you have friends community and love relationship how much do you think love in particular takes part in like your happiness level here I Not feel like that's that definitely person to person. Yeah. Person to person? Yeah. Yeah. I think but, from... Oh, go. Oh, no. Sorry. But, sorry. I, <laughs> I was going to say, like, the love culture here in general is very intense. It mm-hmm. is. But I, I feel like most things in Korea are intense. Like, work culture is intense. Mm. Drinking culture is intense. Love culture is intense. So, here things move really quickly. And then there's also that assumption. It's like, if you say you don't have a boyfriend, they're like, why? Yeah. Why not? Like, you want what's wrong with you? Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's exactly why I'm asking. I've had, I've had taxi drivers be like, why don't you have a boyfriend? Do you want to meet my nephew? I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. For me, it's like, it's not the most important thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it would be nice, but I don't see it on the same level, I think. It's not like a necessity. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Vaughn? Um, I think for me, it's changed. I know like before, back when I was a teacher and things like that, because I was already set in my career at the time, like love was really important to my happiness. And like, mm-hmm. I wasn't a really long relationship for a while. So I was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as I started getting more busy with, you know, modeling and acting and doing everything else, mm-hmm. like that has kind of taken priority over love. Mm-hmm. And so as long as like my work is good, then I'm happy. Okay. But like, I enjoy dating and I enjoy being in relationships. So mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I'm kind of a romantic at heart, so. Okay, yeah. and that is an awesome segue because we were going to talk about work, passion, and, you know, self-development, all that kind of stuff. I heard already from you guys that that takes a huge part in your happiness mm-hmm. and living yes. in Seoul. So let's get into that. So how's it been so far with your work and how's that related to your happiness level? Yeah. Oh, I think like recently, recently it's been really, really good. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, I've gotten some new opportunities that I'm really excited about. I've been working a lot. I've been very busy. And like my my mood is so much better when I have stuff to do. I'm the kind of person that can't stand to be, like if I wake up in the morning and I'm like, what am I gonna do today? Like I can't, I that makes it. me crazy. Yeah. Like I can't <laughs> do that. So I've been very, very blessed recently with having like good work and a consistent schedule mm-hmm. and upcoming opportunities. That I'm excited mm-hmm. about. Okay. Excited well, to see. well, could you reveal one of your favorite jobs that made you super happy recently? Um, yeah, actually, <laughs> I do these live shows. Um, this is a, a job that I, I got maybe like two or three months ago, but I host a live show every Monday for like Korea net, which is like, oh, a yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. just like a, it's like a, community that's just basically talking about and introducing Korean culture to the world. Um, so I have to play hide and seek with this stuffed animal called Kokunni. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's 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 you a, play hide and seek with win? a stuffed just, animal. Just listen. So basically, it's me and it's me and a team of like three adjectives, and they don't speak English, and it's the funniest oh, no. like combination because like they're so fun, they're so sweet. <laughs> but essentially, like they're gonna take me somewhere in Gyeonggi-do or outside of Seoul mm. or maybe like a smaller uh, neighborhood like in Sedong or something, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, they hide clues around the neighborhood oh. that are relevant to like talking points about what's specifically special about that area uh-huh. that's really cool and I have to follow the clues while introducing the area and also trying to find this stuffed bird <laughs> <laughs> that's and so, so cute yeah and it's it's hard because originally it was scripted and the first one it was like it was too scripted and it didn't feel natural right. so then they just threw the cards out and they're like alright freestyle and I was uh, like oh, okay wow. so it's it's basically me talking to myself for 45 minutes <laughs> but it's become so fun like the last episode that we filmed um the last clue that I, I got it was like in order to find Kokluni you have to go you have to fly like Tinkerbell and I'm oh. looking around like what the heck does that mean and I look up and there's the zip line and I was like oh no oh. <laughs> so sure enough like I had to go to the top of the zip line and zip line mm. to the end to get the 
the bird. Oh, Wait, are yeah. you scared of that? No, not at all. I'm, I, I love that. I'm no, I'm down for anything. They wow. could tell me to go scuba diving. I'd be like, all right, let's go. Like, <laughs> hey, let's go later. But it's it's really fun. So I enjoy that one because I get to travel to different yeah. areas. I get to like mm. try new food every time, and then obviously I get to do crazy, stupid stuff. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so fun. Yeah, sounds like the best job. I really enjoy <laughs> those ones that take you to the places in Korea that I've never been to mm. at all. Like you know, like you go to Jeju Island. You try all the food yeah. over there and you get paid for that so it's, it's the best it's job so that's nice. best and i like it because i we've structured it now where it's a totally a surprise i was like just don't tell me because it's more fun for everyone <laughs> yeah, watching yeah. and for me if i don't know right so yeah it's it's pretty cool okay okay it. shannon's living her life yeah tune in on mondays if you want to see her yeah tune in on mondays yeah, at 2 PM. yeah. Hey. and what about you guys you can take it away what was the question? <laughs> uh, related to your work and ambition here, like how happy are you? Yeah. Um, no, I think Shannon and I are the same when it comes to yeah. that. Like I'm the same type of person. Like I hate to be idle or not know what I'm doing. And mm -hmm. I like to keep working and finding new projects to work on and get my hand in a bunch of different pots. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess right now the thing that's been like driving me and making me the happiest besides like my normal work is doing the parties and doing yeah, the, the events, events to bring oh. people together because I'm such a people person and just love and you're together. so good at it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. He is like the social butterfly of soul. <laughs> like, I mean that so seriously. Like, I I've described it. I've described you to other people before as like. Like the network is a web in a sense of people and you're the spider. Yeah. Like, oh, you just said he's a butterfly. Well, it's <laughs> a lot of bug analogies. But <laughs> That's like totally different but, enemy opponents. Well, like, okay, okay. Okay, okay, sorry about that. You got what I meant. No. Yeah. Like he's, he's kind of yeah. the reason that everyone knows everyone. Like right, right. everyone's like, oh, you're the girl from Vaughn's stories. Yeah. Or like, oh, how do you know Vaughn? Like, oh, do you know Vaughn? Like everybody just oh. is talking like that. Oh. Yeah. No, it's cool though. Cause I like, like I said earlier, I like bringing people together, but not only just just like for friendships, but it also creates new work opportunities yeah. for everybody mm. as well. Mm. Cause like somebody has this kind of skill oh. and somebody's looking for mm. this and somebody, you know? Yeah, so, so you're helping each other mm. eventually. Oh, that's so that's, good. That's what you gotta do. Like when you're, when you have a support system, you guys build, right. one of us is winning, then we're all winning. And so. you feel happiness from that too, right? Oh yeah, Obviously. I think cause I come from a big family. So we <gasps> like to have that. How many kids? Oh. Well, when my grandmother, great-grandmother moved to the States, yeah. they had 19 kids. Whoa. We have a huge family on my dad's side. Oh, my God. There was nothing to do back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Just pop them out. Oh. They were doing plenty. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a lot of us. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I just want to ask one thing, though. Like, initially, you came to Korea with seeking a teacher teaching job, right? Yeah. So, like, your job changed in the middle. In, uh, and how did that affect your happiness? Oh, okay. So I came here thinking I would just teach for one year, be done uh -huh. with teaching and, and whatever. But then once I came to Seoul, something in me just kind of like felt alive. And mm. I was like, I will kick myself if I don't move to Seoul for at least one year. Okay. But while here, that's when COVID hit. And then, which sucked. And of course, I couldn't teach or do anything. Yeah. But then I was like, I'm just going to start making videos. Oh. So I started making videos and then got picked up by a YouTube channel to be on their channel, which spiraled into eventually me doing more modeling work and everything and then my happiness like skyrocketed from there because yeah. it's what i wanted to do anyway mm. like back in the states and when i lived in busan i didn't realize how far busan and seoul were yeah, yeah. so you can't just go back and forth right right but like every i've been that's why i said i think i've been the most happiest that i've been mm -hmm. since moving here because mm -hmm. i can actually pursue what i want to actually do yeah. okay agreed okay yeah. And how do you agree, Renee? 100% <laughs> agree. Like, um, once I moved to Seoul, I was able to start modeling. And at the time, there weren't a lot of uh, black models or even models who were considered, like, kind of healthy, healthy weight. Mm -hmm. um, so I was considered healthy. Like, mm -hmm. this is literally the term they gave me. Not glamorous, but healthy. Fit. <laughs> yeah, they, they like to tiptoe. They like to tiptoe. Mm -hmm. But I, I took that as an opportunity to say, hey, you know, representation is important. And if I have to be the one to start that, then so be it. And I haven't looked back and it's been the most rewarding thing to like see how it's changed. More mm. people have been coming and there's more diversity. It just makes me really happy. Okay. Yeah. Shout out You're the Renee. pioneer. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You guys are serving like a higher purpose than your own happiness, like yeah. your personal happiness here. So, Shannon, what about you? <laughs> like, do you have a higher purpose? Putting you on the spot. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I definitely think so. Like, mm. I um, I can agree with Renee. Like, I've also experienced like comments and stuff like that. People are just saying, like, 
like oh like you're you're healthy or like you you should lose weight like mm. just those comments and like being on photo shoots before people have said mm. like your thighs are too big and just wow. like stuff like that yeah um and i was a model before in the states actually so mm. to hear that sort of narrative really switch like i'd heard you know horror stories about coming here and how right like detrimental like modeling could be to someone's mental health and stuff and yeah. vaughn you know also um, like i actually did go through like a very like where i felt like i had to fit that standard and it became very unhealthy for me in a sense like i ended up in the hospital it was like a whole thing but yeah like so it kind of but that pushed me into a direction where i felt a lot more empowered to be healthy and to not feel any remorse about that mm -hmm. to not feel bad about taking care of my body for working out mm -hmm. like i love to work out i like to be like muscular and have curves and mm -hmm. like I'm fine with that. If someone doesn't want to book me for that, that's not my problem. Exactly. Oh. And Somebody so like, else will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like I've, I've sort of reached that as well. And then also not being like I think my particular higher purpose is not being one thing. Mm. I've never been one thing and I don't ever think I could be like yeah. I am a singer. I'm also I've uh, done choreography before I host these live shows. I have wow. a degree in medicine like I just don't see the point in like stopping in any particular direction. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like to just put everything out there because I can. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow, Agreed. that that is impressive. Like <laughs> every time I have guests here, like I don't know how how I get these guests. They're really all so multi-talented. It's crazy. Okay. Can I say something about that? Yeah, too, sure, sure. I think it's funny when people ask like, "Oh, what do you do?" and you say like, and that's why I always say I do entertainment because yeah, you don't yeah. ever want to say like, oh, I'm just a model or I do this. No. Because yeah. they immediately think photo shoot and that's it. Mm -hmm. Or they think, you're, or like, why are you try to do many different mm -hmm. things? Why wouldn't I? Like, yeah, that's, the sky is not even the limit. Yeah, exactly. but that's Don't the beauty of soul. <laughs> yeah. That is the beauty of soul. I can say that much because mm -hmm. like having that experience in the States as well, like here, you really can like do anything you want to. Anything. Like there is mm -hmm. always an opportunity in whatever direction you decide to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that definitely lends to like the happiness factor that we were talking about with and freedom. I, I and think all that. also it's, it's really about actually speaking about what you want. You know, you have to say it out loud for others to hear you or connect with you. I think a lot of people get here and they don't say what it is that they want or they think that they have to be stuck in a teaching job when it's just something that they did just to come to the country or pay mm -hmm. bills. But in actuality, you are way more diverse and multifaceted than, you know, the society might want you to think. So please do explore that part of yourself. Yeah, yeah I think that's a great it. message because I think mm -hmm. what we can get from all your stories is that uh, to achieve happiness in, in Seoul or wherever in the world, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, go pursue your passion, go pursue your ambition, your dream. And in that process, you'll meet people, you'll uh, serve a bigger purpose or whatever. And the result of that is going to be happiness. So yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. And and as Shannon said, Seoul provides a lot of opportunities in, in that way as well. Mm -hmm. So I think Seoul is like an up and rising city for more diversity and more foreigners yeah. down the road. So like it's definitely growing. So I think there would definitely be more happiness, more opportunities and everything. So yeah. yeah come on over everybody yeah. Yeah, yeah i'm super happy to see that there are more foreigners here yeah. and foreign-owned businesses oh, because yeah. the food is tasting authentic it's, it's getting there it's okay so let's get to the food then yeah. <laughs> i mean let's talk i was going to that place anyways uh basic needs and like convenience food, food yeah shelter everything yes. like that so since you talked about food yeah. let's let's touch on that first oh my god food okay. makes you happy I love incredibly <laughs> yeah. I love food no but also I started to miss like you know just the way we make pancakes like pancakes. yeah you know like it's really random but like Korea has the their stereotypical pancake is like a souffle kind of like, like the jiggly yeah the jiggly <laughs> like that's not pancakes <laughs> okay please <Chiba. laughs> no. like pancakes you know they should be browned you know like the crispy edges mm -hmm. yeah and you Oof. eat them with syrup you know and Canada maple syrup maple you know? syrup yeah You're like it's so good or honey if you want to you know but um and savory I think Korea adds a lot of sugar to even meats. Mm. And so that's something that I started to miss once I like got over the honeymoon phase. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I actually miss salt. <laughs> salt. Like the garlic bread, the garlic, the garlic bread, bread has sugar. Me. It's sweet. Everything is sweet. So sweet. <laughs> it's sweet garlic bread. I, I like. I shit you not. There's a. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> is it a, I'm sorry. That's wherever you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in CU or GS25 or one of the Pyeongchams, there's like this bar of chocolate 
that is garlic flavored. And I'm not kidding. It's so delicious, but it's sweet it's and it's sweet. bizarre. <laughs> like my brain was, everything about my body was confused. <laughs> like, I was like, A chocolate bar that's garlic flavored, you can look that's it up. sweet? I'm not yeah. even kidding. It's, yeah. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even, I wish I was kidding. Wait, but then your lack of salt in the pancakes and everything. That doesn't lead to happiness, though, right? <laughs> that kind of derailed somewhere down the point. Oh, yeah, but, then there, wait. But, oh, yeah. but wait, but wait. But then there are places like Original Pancake House and then there are more foreign-owned oh, businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. one and also... Butterfinger Pancakes. Butterfingers. Yeah. Butterfinger Pancakes. And there's also another location in Shinsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, there's more foreign-owned businesses as well that are coming and bringing their authentic food. So it's amazing, like Ethiopian food, Moroccan food. There's mm-hmm. Nigerian food. I'm, I'm West African. My parents are from Liberia, so I identify as Liberian-American. So in order to find food that's kind of similar to what I grew up with, I have to go to African restaurants or eat something from the continent, you know? Like <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, mm. so loving it. Yeah. I, oh. I can honestly I can honestly say I have tried a wider variety of food in Seoul than I did in the States. Yes. Mm. But that that's could so just true. be from where I was particularly from, which was a more rural area. Like we didn't have any Korean food, for example, like mm. in Winston-Salem, Greensboro, like we didn't really have any of that over there. Um, and then when I come here, I can have Thai or Vietnamese mm-hmm. or Japanese or Korean yeah. or mm-hmm. American, as we're saying, the yeah. pancakes were a little lackluster for a while. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they came back, they came it's back. It's getting better. <laughs> um, yeah, I recently found um, the first good tacos that I've had in Korea. Oh, oh where is it? Yeah. You gotta share it. Um, it, was, um, it was this place in Itaewon. I, Crispy Pork oh. Town? It might have been because it was oh. one that you recommended. Crispy Pork Town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I got to try it out then. I love that place. Yeah, but um, also in Itaewon, which we, we've mentioned quite a bit, but that's a large foreigner area for people mm-hmm. that aren't aware. Mm-hmm. And specifically for food, there's a lot of like kebabs and there's yeah. a Moroccan place and Mediterranean, kind of whatever you're looking for, vegan right. options as heaven, well. Heaven. Yeah. So food is, if food here is incredible. Like, yeah, I, I kind of agree. Even as a Korean, like, you know, if I if I had to compare Seoul to some state, uh, some state, city in the US it would be New York maybe because yeah. of the diversity like of right. little Italy yeah China options China. you yeah. get like whenever you go to a mall or like a neighborhood you get a diversity of food and mm. stuff so uh, that's a great point because I always got homesick when I whenever I travel because I'm right. picky with my food as well uh. so I want some Korean I want some Asian food but like it's only like you know fries and potatoes and whatever like so yeah like you get that diversity in Seoul and I think that's a great point like everyone mm-hmm. as a foreigner here might have a point uh there might be a point if when they miss their mm-hmm. home home style food and their like continents food or whatever <laughs> yeah so, it's true yeah, you and can also get that. Yeah. um it's getting better in terms of um i'll have to be kidding authenticity yes but uh, there are more koreans that are becoming vegan as well Mm. so even now in like the pionijom the gs20 convenience stores sorry (laughs) yeah the convenience (laughs) stores um you can find some vegan dumplings um and drinks and i think that's really important because not everyone chooses veganism or vegetarianism just because of uh, their personal choice it could be because of health reasons so it's nice to see that Korea's kind of getting in par with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's not a lot, but mm-hmm. it's it's there are more options. There are more yeah. options. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. And there was a huge vegan um what is it called? Plant? No, no, no. There is a like a convention, a huge vegan oh. convention. Oh, that's that, right. Yeah. yeah. The Coex, right? Yeah, it was yeah. super huge. And the food was amazing. And I was so happy to see that because that means more options. For me, I love like eating everything, but Personally, my body's like, you can't do that. So, <laughs> so for me, I have to do like non-dairy options sometimes. Mm. So having oat milk available here is really nice and yeah. stuff like that. I just yeah. noticed that uh, the experiences might be drastically different among foreigners even because like uh, uh, a running topic is always like halal food for right. uh, Muslims and vegans and vegetarians in Korea. They have a drastically different experience because it's so hard to get food, you know, like mm. halal food. But, uh, vegan food and as Renee said it's growing but it's still yeah. in a, such a early phase like you can't it's not that accessible not I would that say. accessible but definitely better than like two three years ago yeah, I'm yeah, so it shocked it is popping yeah. like, like there's so many restaurants even popping up you know you said that. Was like, it's popping oh, it's popping <laughs> it's popping it's popping <laughs> okay popping <laughs> there you go you gotta put a little yeah <laughs>
Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. You guys should try it out. Come and see. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I did have a, a friend here uh, a couple years ago. She she was like very strictly vegan, mm -hmm. and she could rarely eat Korean food because uh, of yes. it's like like the oils and stuff. Yeah. It's like fish oil or right. something like that. Like so, yeah. It's really nice to see that everything's on the come up. Right, sure. right. And uh, since we've touched food, uh, let's go to the other basic needs as well. What about like housing and stuff? As that, I I okay. won't expect a, I don't expect a lot of good experiences about that here. But I will say when I first moved to Korea, because like before I moved here, I watched a lot of like videos on yeah. like housing in Korea, mm -hmm. so I expected something a little different. I knew it'd be like small housing as a teacher uh -huh. coming in here, mm -hmm. but when I first like walked into my apartment, I just like wanted to cry because it was like yeah. the size of a closet, and I was like, yeah. what am I supposed to do? Right. New York, but, it's like New York. What am I supposed to do? But after a while, like, you know, after you decorate it and you live there for a while, you make it your own and then it feels really homey. That's right. true. But then I learned that, oh, there are other options right. that yeah. I can yeah. put down a deposit and get a bigger place. And, right. Yeah. Because I'm a person who likes to have a lot of space. space mm. yeah. yeah. I think for me, the biggest adjustment was like the, and like, again, I also watched videos and I kind of knew what to expect, but it's like, once you actually get here and you open the door for the first time yeah. and you like... This is it. But um, it was like not having like an actual stove or oven, mm. and then oh, not yeah. having like a separate shower. Like mm. it's just all in in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, right. your toilet gets wet when you take a shower, right. which yeah. is a bizarre concept for a lot of people <laughs> from like the states or yeah. you know out west or whatever. Yeah. But that was the biggest adjustment for me. And then the indoor from the floor, oh, the floor yeah. heating, yeah, the Heated floor floors. heating, floor yeah. heating. Uh, I had that wrong <laughs> for a minute, and it was like out like it was like burning <laughs> oh, no. it's like living hell you know <laughs> and then i got my first electricity bill and i was like what oh my god um, yeah because i didn't know i couldn't read like how to oh. turn it all yeah it was a mess but I, <laughs> I did that too i like turned my thing i turned my floor heat up to like 26 or 27 because <laughs> oh, no. I, didn't, I didn't know celsius I and then i just went to sleep <laughs> and i got up i was like dying then i tried to like walk on the floor i was oh, dying again like, i was like what out, is this like spongebob like, yeah, yeah, I, was, I was all like, decrepit like <laughs> so funny oh that's so God. Oh my it God. So okay. So learn Celsius for sure. Yes, but definitely. I will say I miss having an oven the most because yes. I like to cook and I like to bake. Yeah. But it's, you bake? I like to bake. I'll come yeah. over. Come. Well, you can't. You just have an oven. I don't have an oven, but you can still come over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I assume that the housing part, the like small apartments and the small space and lack of uh, infrastructure and all that kind of stuff might not be the happiest experience. Yeah, I, can, I think we can say that. You agree too, Renee? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So let's skip the housing part. Oh, and no, let's but there, go to, there are some good things uh -huh. about it too. For sure. Like I do actually like the undo, the, the heat coming yeah, from oh the my God, floor. So once much you get work. used to it. Yeah. yeah, once you get used to it, it's really convenient. But also there are like share houses and sometimes mm -hmm. there are places that will let you rent a space with your friends. So it will be like... um. So Korea has lots of apartments. Yeah. Let me put that out there. Lots of apartments. <laughs> and when you're single, it's kind of hard to find a, a space that's like those apartments because those apartments are really nice. Mm -hmm. And the system is so different from the States in terms of like deposits. Mm -hmm. So whereas our deposits are probably like a month's worth of rent or a month and a half up to three months maybe. Korea's deposits are like 10K plus. Yeah. It's 50K. And that's not even like the most expensive. So... There are some some studios within those like big buildings that are actually rented out to people who are single or to people who want to rent with their friends. And so the combinations are really nice. So there are those options, but it's just about going to the right Pudongsan or real estate agent and finding mm -hmm. that out. Yeah. 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 But in general, I would say like the first house you get, it's gonna it's a, be <laughs> kind of shitty. I, I, I like, Give them hope. Yeah, I do have to say. <laughs> no, it's the reality. We don't sugarcoat like, here. I think Vaughn, you saw my old apartment. My hers was nice. It was so it was, it was good. nice. Where yeah. was it? It was in. Um, so I lived in Kangdonggu, so okay. near like Jamsil. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Jamsil is really nice. But like mm. my apartment was actually like. It was not, okay, first of all, it was not the one that they sent me pictures of and said that uh -oh. it was going to be. So at uh -oh. first I was very like, I was kind of mad about it because mm -hmm. it was not what I was expecting. It was completely different. But then the sun came up the next day and I have these big, beautiful windows beautiful. and I look out the window and I see Lotte Tower. Oh, and it was so gorgeous nice. and um, everything was glass and it was so, it was tiny, but it was so nice. So I got, I definitely got lucky um, the first time, but I was going to say also about like the housing thing, mm -hmm. the whole process of like moving houses and stuff happens so fast. Oh, yeah. Really fast. yeah so fast. Like in the States, you need to like plan months and months uh, in advance if you're going to move. Like yes. you have to let people know beforehand. You have to like go look at it and like sign the lease six months before you move mm -hmm. it. Like it's very involved. But here it's like 
Um, okay, I'm coming to look at the apartment at three. Are we going to sign the papers at six? And you're moving in at 9 a.m., right? That's like, not even a joke. Yeah. It's so fast. It's insane. So, like, if you're planning to move, it needs to be within the week that you're planning it. Because if you wait longer than that, the apartment that you're looking at will disappear. Like, it'll go off the market in two right. seconds. So, yeah, just cool. Keep tip. that in mind. If you guys are going to move, like, it's got to be <laughs> quick. Yeah. I will say for those first apartments, though, it does teach you how to be a minimalist. Though. Yeah. So, if yeah. you struggle with that, like, Really, <laughs> I feel like you guys are trying to like see the silver lining. You yeah, know, like, so really hard, trying, you know? really trying. It's shitty, but like you can find you these can kind it, of yeah. conveniences in those but housing situations. It's yeah. not shitty though. It only feels that way because what where we come from originally is so, so different. Yeah, so, yeah I know. But like, yeah. I, I think most of the Americans that uh, the U.S. citizens that come over to Korea, it, in their first experience is going mm. to be like, uh, what, what is this? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but you learn to appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, Daiso makes the dream work. Yeah. Honestly, oh my God. Honestly. 100%. <laughs> Daiso makes me happy. Makes me happy too. <laughs> no, Daiso, of, yeah. Daiso solves 90% of your problems yes. like in Korea. And that's no joke. Yes. Uh, it's a combination of like... Walmart and like the dollar, dollar shop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah like, So good quality, but cheaper. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say good quality. That's, <laughs> it's, it's good true. enough. It's, it works. It works. <laughs> yeah. If you pay the extra, like like chonon, then it's yeah. it's the good, like it's, a, it's the two dollar versus the three dollar one. It or, makes or a five, difference. Or yeah. five. It really Sometimes does. The five ones, I'm like, mm, that's too expensive. That's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Not at Daiso. <laughs> okay, okay. So we were talking about housing. I mean, housing is like mid here, I guess. Um, mid. But, Not mid. Yeah, Not but um, what about like basing <laughs> in terms of basic needs safety oh safety. my god i feel so Amazing. much safe. i mean you have to be safe to be happy right yeah it's yeah. a basic thing mm -hmm. i feel safety here like one just in within the society alone like just you know you can walk anywhere alone nothing's gonna happen to mm -hmm. you for the most part you know for the most part, but yeah. i personally as a african-american male feel safety within the police force here mm. so that's why oh. i feel safe here too okay yeah. can you elaborate on that yeah, i've never like, heard this perspective before. just because like I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the things that happen in the United States oh, when it comes yeah. to black the people media. and the police yeah. and the yeah. media. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, police brutality, mm -hmm. brutality yeah. against, you know, minorities. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like that here or that I have to fear the police or if the police do get involved and I feel like I'm going to be hurt or mm. not disrespected in any way or I have to fear for my life in any way. So that's a real fear of mine that I have when I'm back home yeah. mm -hmm. that I don't have here. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's okay. a good point. Yeah, like, good. I feel like, you, like in the States, if you get, like, if you if you didn't do anything wrong, but you walk past the cop, you're like, okay, okay, mm. okay, okay. Like, you're like, oh, like, what did I do? Like, even if you didn't do anything, like, right. there's that sense of like anxiety, I guess, mm. about it. But here, like, now nah, you can walk up and give them a high five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. Police are very nice. Right. Yeah. And right. then as like, I was gonna say on the on a different perspective, like as a woman here, I definitely feel more safe. Mm. Like growing up in the states, I don't, I, I can't speak for everyone, but this was just my experience. But like my dad always told me, like, don't wear your hair in a ponytail. Don't walk by yourself. Don't have both headphones in at night mm. like yeah. yeah stuff like that because it makes it easier for people to grab you oh yes. i was wondering yes. about the ponytail yeah what? so what? every time like i worked at this uh sports bar um in downtown charlotte or uptown don't come for me in the comments. <laughs> you have uptown, to it's a very uptown. important distinction in yeah. uptown charlotte <laughs> and um like i like every time before i was leaving it would be like maybe 12 like okay. not super late um mm they would have like one of the bouncers walk with me to my mm. car and there was one time that that didn't happen and someone followed me so i ran back in and i took my hair out of my ponytail and i like took off my baggy jacket and i asked the bouncer walk me to my car like mm. and it was a very real like situation and oh i hesitate God. to say but it was like normal yeah. it was we were conditioned to feel like you know that was just kind of Happen. what happens oh. yeah but here like i haven't had anything like that yeah mm. i would say for the most part right because there are some instances yeah, where things some. do happen mm. but i go exercising like 4 a.m. if I can't sleep, you know? Isn't like, that it's really... too late? <laughs> you exercise at 4 a.m. So do you, do you stay <laughs> up until 4 or do you wake up at 4 until 4? Like, I'm probably still up. Like, oh, yeah. if I can't go to sleep, soon. like, I, I go for like a two-hour walk and just like clear my head and then come back home. Yeah, okay. but you can, like, yeah. the freedom to just walk around and not it's feel so scared nice. is so nice. Yeah. yeah. It's so nice. Mm -hmm. I did that with some friends the other day and we were walking. We came to this, at like... 4 a.m.? It was probably, like, getting closer there. But it was, like, this, like, sketchy little 
road and we were like let's walk down there and we were like this is so pretty but we we're like this is what we would never do this in america oh my god no, never, I was like, never. Someone, people in america are crazy someone would jump out of the bushes and just stab me <laughs> oh for no reason <laughs> just because they could like it's so true like a crackhead just comes <laughs> yeah, crawling so, oh, no. we got crackheads like yeah 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 uh, yeah i mean i guess we don't have drugs here we don't have guns we don't i have, do yeah uh, i do think it's important <laughs> to make the distinction <laughs> okay renee that's like different I, I'm gonna err on the side of caution, but I'm just yeah. gonna be like, um, there's less things here. Yeah, yes. of course. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not like yeah. they do exist, but they do in a exist. very, yeah, yeah. very much smaller scale. Right. Yeah, so, very smaller scale. Yeah, like ladies who are listening, I'm not advertising that you go walk alone at night. That's mm. still not in general the safest thing to do, but here I've been able to do it. And with no problems. Yeah, and like 99% of the time you have no issues. And the club, still keep oh, your eye on your drink. Yeah, be careful. Yes. Still yes. keep your eye on your drink, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but yeah. other than that, pretty good i think that is one of the biggest pros of korea yeah yeah like the safety um i've noticed like a lot of foreigners appreciate that so much yeah. like mm. the fact that you don't get mugged or you don't get <laughs> your stuff stolen and there's stolen. cctvs yeah. everywhere yeah. Yeah. don't even try yeah <laughs> yes. it, it's so true like i can leave like my wallet on the mm -hmm. table and walk away for 20 minutes come back and it's still there Yo, yeah. it's the don't do that yeah. but i'm just saying you can <laughs> i love Mm -mm. I was saying, I le I've left my phone in the bathroom, like at yeah, like a random right? place, and I've like just like gone on my way on the subway, and I'm like five stations away. I'm like, oh sh shit, I forgot my phone, and I went back, and it was still there. Still there yeah. yeah, and then there's also like something that I thought was interesting. Um, when you do lose something like a mm. wallet or a passport or something like that, there's that website. What is it? One one two one one. There's there's a website, and mm. if I can find it, I'll send it to you, and you can link it mm. in the description. But it's like a lost and found website in oh, Korea. Interesting. Yeah, and so like you just mentioned like a description or a photo of what you lost, and mm -hmm. then like it'll either get turned into a police station or it'll find its way back to you at some point. I've had friends that have lost like entire purses on a night out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you lose a whole purse, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but they they got it back like a week or two later because someone saw their listing and then turned uh, it into a police station. Oh, yeah. the listing Honor system. Because I would just I've heard of people just receiving things in the mail and it was their lost item. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how it too. works. So without even like putting the listing, right. yeah. yeah, like usually. If you lose a wallet and there's an ID card in there, if yeah. you just put it in the mailbox, it gets sent to you. Yeah, yeah that's so. yeah, very it's cool. Nice. Yeah, Never so. exists in America. <laughs> They'll take it out of your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to do that. Yeah. But another thing about the safety is specifically coming from like an American perspective. I just had a random flashback of like when I think it was like my first week out of quarantine here. There was like one of those packing peanut bag things on the road and a car ran over it and it was like pop like it made mm. a really loud sound oh. and I immediately like dug yeah. and like my friend was like what are you doing I was like oh, oh sorry oh, yeah. yeah and they were like they were like oh yeah. you're American yeah. I was like, God. Yeah. Oh. that's true yeah I thought it was yeah. a gunshot at first wow mm. Yeah, I, I think we are blessed to not have guns yeah. here yes. in, in Korea yes, definitely. or like the safety. The premise of it is like you don't have to worry too much about mm. your like, you know, your belongings or getting physically like harmed or yeah. anything. So yeah, I think that's one factor that uh, makes uh, you able to be happy. Right. Mm -hmm. So actually, we've been talking a lot and I've listed a lot of stuff to talk about today, but it goes among like transportation, cleanliness, food, convenience. Mm -hmm. We've pretty much kind you of, know, hit those. Kind of yeah. talked about that. Uh, we have a consensus that it's pretty good over here. Yeah, the convenience. Is yeah, it's very wild. fun over here as well. There's mm -hmm. the entertainment, like Saul's well equipped with entertainment. It's always something yeah. to do. Always yeah. something to do. That's always what I hear uh, from my friends. Yeah, if you get bored, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Don't yeah. Be and uh, let's talk a little bit about the culture here, like the cultural experiences that mm -hmm. make you happy. Do you guys have any episodes in particular? That... I feel like I've experienced Korean jong. Jong, so like, yes. Yeah. But so it's like a like oh, deep affection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's like Korea's term for it. Mm -hmm. Um it's the simplest example would be like if you tutor a kid and the mom gives you like extra cookies or something on your uh, yeah. she's like, you know, thank you service. for today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um or if you go to let's say example, because taxi's in the tax office and you have no idea what's going on, but there's something wrong with your form and someone doesn't have to. But they say, hey, okay, just sit here and like I'll fix it for mm -hmm. you. Don't worry about it. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like those little acts of kindness that really go a long way. Yeah. And they're yeah. they're very common. Like Koreans, I feel like are very gracious 
like people like yeah. they're they'll express their gratitude very openly like mm. they'll give you service like mm. a like a service object or like extra food or something like that like they're just very sweet like there's a <laughs> little ajima at the um matzip near my house and like i always go to, to her and like she, we have a connection she knows I'm, <laughs> she knows i'm gonna get the, the kimchi jjigae every time every but she time. started giving me like an extra bowl of rice and, like she's just very sweet so yeah, I, I think I've experienced that as well. Okay. Yeah. Everyone here is really like helpful and accommodating. And I feel yeah. like you don't get that everywhere that you go. Like right. even if a foreigner looks lost or something, someone will come up and try to help you. Mm. Or even if there's a language barrier, if you need help with anything, they'll yeah. figure it out. Like they'll help you yeah. figure something out. I've had like like older like grandpas, you know, Harabojis, like come up to me and, and start speaking English. Like, are you lost? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Super nice. Yeah. Mm. Okay, okay. So that chong kind of makes you happy here yeah like, definitely it, it makes you like belong as like one of the society member and yeah. i've heard a lot of americans compare that to a similar concept um like southern hospitality yeah, yeah. Similar to that. we have that yeah so yeah you kind of you kind of feel that when you're in korea but not not to everybody like on the street right like of course. No, yeah no, no, no. In, in general i think my my perception of koreans maybe it's because korean to korean but like they're very cold mm -hmm. and like they don't like to talk to strangers <laughs> and like everybody minds their own business but once lot, yeah. yeah once something uh you know happens and oh. someone is in need people are ready to help yeah. you yeah, yeah. and that. sometimes people will go like out of their way to help you right. like, they'll, mm -hmm. they'll like do it too much i'm like wait wait but no i think i think it's very interesting that you touched on like the fact that you think they're cold yeah. because in some senses yes like on the subway for example don't talk to anybody like nobody mm -hmm. will talk to you it's very quiet because yeah. like it's it's just sort of a cultural norm to respect everyone's space right. mm -hmm. to respect everyone's like just mm -hmm ability to not speak yeah you know what i'm saying but then on the other hand people are very kind and very like willing to help so like there's two different sides of the same coin that right makes sense. right you just have to know when yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah would you recommend um your friends from the states or somewhere in the world to come to korea would you 100%. invite them for sure yeah 100%. and do you think they would have a high possibility of being happy here i think that like i said my point earlier mm. if you're going to come over here as a foreigner you definitely need to be open-minded yes. and realize that like you can't always come in with the same mentality that you have in your country and come mm -hmm. here like you have to be open to korea's cultures and norms and things like that mm -hmm. but also don't let people take advantage of you yes <laughs> there was a point that i wanted to make off of her as resources and the hagwans and stuff like that because i know a lot of people want to come over here as teachers as teachers and work for a hagwan but make you sure you need to be insured like do not let your hagwan tell you that you do not need health insurance because that is illegal there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like read your contract, make sure you know everything that's going on in there, but don't let them work you to the bone just so you can be here and experience, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. your K-pop fantasy or whatever reason that you're coming over here. Like mm -hmm. I was even at a school once and I didn't stay there long, but they had me working from like mm -hmm. my whole shift, eight hours straight through with no break. I would have to come in early and stay late. And I take got one home. break, which was 15 minutes. And I had to take it before my shift started. Oh, I didn't stay there long, Oh, but they tried to, Gaslight, gaslight me into thinking like if you quit this school like you'll never be hired again at another school like oh. you'll have to go back to your country blah blah yeah they will try to gaslight you I took my risk and look I was hired by another school the next month so <laughs> don't yeah yeah that's good yeah. that's good Okay, so but aside from that, <laughs> but aside from that, that, yeah. Um, my my mom, for example, is visiting next week, and she just mm. recently started because, like, I, I've lived here for a while, obviously, so my family hears me talk about it. But I encouraged her to like go online and like look at like vlog style videos mm. more so because people are just like walking around, mm. and she is so excited to come now, Yay. and like I can't wait to like. I'm just like it makes me realize how much I love Seoul, like mm -hmm, the fact that I'm mm -hmm. getting so giddy about like having her experience all of this with me like so i would highly recommend it like it, at least come visit at least yes, come check it out um but if you are going to come live here like we've all said before like definitely have that air of caution take everything with a grain of salt mm -hmm. it's a different culture different language different country so yeah okay but be open-minded yes okay. come come yeah. <laughs> come hang out yeah. <laughs> i'm glad to hear that everybody's satisfied happy yeah. living their life here uh this is a very uh dramatic question though i'll, I'll just Dim ask would you consider living in korea slash seoul for the rest of your life like mm. as your foundation i would consider oh, it consider but i don't it. know <laughs> if i could be based here and still yeah. go and to other go places of course. to work yeah. then yes yeah that yes. sounds good and especially if like laws and things are changing for foreigners mm -hmm. then yes okay i yeah. agree 100 percent with that last bit mm -hmm. okay if because, i got to a point where i could financially like 
go home and see my family or be with my family, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. Like just just constantly being able to have both. Going back or bring them here. Yeah, we're bringing yeah. them here. If I could bring my family here, I wouldn't leave. Dude, if yeah. my dad came, yeah. game over. My dad's the coolest person ever. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I love her dad. <laughs> Maybe he can be on the podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my Dude, God. You, you don't even know. Uh, it would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, we've, wow, we've been talking for a while, but I just want to end the episode with uh, the final question. Um, actually, two questions mm. uh, that might lead on to a little bit of more talking. But <laughs> so the first one is, what was? Oh, sorry. What was your happiest moment here? Pick one moment. One? Yeah. That's wow. impossible. Happiest moment wow. here that you can remember. Wait, that's gonna take some time. Oh, <laughs> wait. Can it? Can it just be a recent one? Not yeah, like the sure. most happy ever. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But first okay. one that comes to mind mm. when we were by the river, like riding bikes oh, at the Han. That was really. That was really. It sweet was the moment. most wholesome day ever. So I had a really shit day the day before, oh. and like Vaughn was like, you know what? We're gonna go to the river with some friends. Like you should come. And I was like, oh, mm. okay. So I went and we just had the most wholesome like Han River date, like something mm. you would see in a K-drama. We had like a picnic, we were playing games and talking. And then as the sun starts to set, like we are like leaving, we were in Yoido at the time. We were leaving Yoido and we hopped on these bikes and we just rode bikes all the way from Yoido to <laughs> Hapjong. Oh, but it was, was like so, it was so cinematic and just beautiful. We and got a lot of cool pictures and stuff oh out my of God, it. It was, it was like, I was like, like we live in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, look at the river, and I'm like crying. Yeah. It was really that good. good. That was, was that was, really was like good. such a wholesome happy moment yeah. for me. Always with friends. Yeah. yeah. Friends Thank you for that, happy. by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you guys, happiest moment. I was just gonna say the happiest moment in Korea was probably when I I just recently came back in um, August and I brought my dog here from America. Oh. So Cyrus has been loving it here, and I feel a lot happier now that I have it him here because i've had him since 2015 yeah. so that was dope yeah um i think recent like a uh, career happy moment was being featured in singles magazine and then yes, like ma'am. wow and then recent like just happy living was me realizing you know from spending time with friends being celebrated for birthday month yeah. um and and writing in my journal realizing that like a few years ago when i was back home in jersey thinking about where i wanted to live and you know, it was Korea, and now I'm here wow. actually doing what I want to do. So it's like, you know, a complete yeah. circle. A dream come yeah. true. Yeah. Dream come true. But I gotta, yeah, I gotta agree with you on that. I also keep a journal, but some of my happiest moments are the more like soft moments when, like, yeah. I have my headphones in and I'm just walking around like mm. the city and I'm just like, I'm here. I'm here now. Yeah. Like, this is what things, I this yeah. is what I wanted. Like, like I saw in that drama he was eating that tteokbokki and I wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm eating that. <laughs> Always goes back to food. Yeah, yeah I love food, <laughs> guys. <Circles back. laughs> okay, food, dog. Yeah, oh, that's that's not good together. Food and dog. Um, <laughs> oh, no, um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> dogs, companions. Wow. Food. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all the source of our happiness here, yes. and I feel like everybody having a good life here and I'm so happy for you guys as well and yeah so this was the Korean Pizza Club I haven't felt this sort of like happy closure in a while because like, <laughs> it's always been you know Korea's you know going against war on drugs you know where the population's <laughs> decreasing you know oh, all yeah. that kind of stuff so it was always heavy and dark but today was a very wholesome topic and it was yeah. fun. Thank you for yeah. having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, we can thank group you hug after. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, do we do we like? <laughs> yeah, group, group. Yeah, let's do a group hug. Yay! <laughs> I couldn't get my arm out. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for coming, guys. Uh, if you have anything you want to promote, this is the time. Yeah, just plug it in. Anything? Um, Instagram? Inst- or- oh, oh yeah. yeah, I would say yeah. keep up with me on Instagram. I've got some big stuff coming up uh, at the end of the summer, so stay tuned for that at Shannon Harper with three R's at the end. Okay. I have a few projects in the works right now as well, so that'll be coming out in the next few weeks. But also, if you're interested in connecting with people, every month I throw a party. Usually it's the third Thursday yeah. of the month, so mm-hmm. I'll be having something later in June. So, Bon Voyage, it'll be down there, I hope. Okay. <laughs> DM, DM. DM, yeah. That's amazing. Mm. Lovely. Um, for me, you'll see it when you see it. Sorry, guys, I can't say anything. Uh-huh. But if you want to keep up with me, it's Renee Dreams Art on both or all platforms: Instagram, YouTube. <laughs> all platforms. <laughs> just just not, Renee Dreams just Art. Just not Facebook. Facebook, not TikTok, not Pinterest. Pinterest. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Just Renee Dreams Art. All right. Okay, okay. So thanks again for coming, guys. Yeah. Uh, this was such a happy episode. And we will see you guys in the next one. Yay. Bye bye. 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 bye.